This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Tour. Back again. With you guys for another show, uh, for another episode of our Raw Reaction Series and our daily 8 a.m. show. Thank you ever so much, guys, for tuning in. Thank you so much for uh, for becoming part of our morning routine. Please make sure you drop a like on today's video and subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. I hope you're doing good. I hope you've enjoyed your weekend. One more game of Premier League football for this game week. And it's quite an important one, seeing Wolves play Everton and how that will play out. Hopefully Wolves can come away with a victory. Um, but West Ham's big win against Aston Villa really putting themselves in the uh, the forefront of the minds of the race for top four uh, and pushed us away from that joint uh, fourth place spot. And when we play them in a few weeks' time, it's going to be a very interesting game for the Arsenal. That is for Sure. Um, but as we always say, please do subscribe. Please do drop a like on the video. Please do go over to the Arsenal Way. Link is in the description and drop a subscription over there as well. Good morning to everybody that's joining us. Good morning to Omar. Good morning to Ed, Ratha Varys. Good morning uh, to Haroon. We've got uh, Colin. We've got Bungle. We've got Mike. We've got Ian. Uh, good morning to Olu, and we've got uh, Yong Hao, we've got uh, Odril, yes, I was a minute late, apologies. <laughs> um, morning to Scott, morning to Jake, morning to Mark, good morning to Matt, good morning to Johan. Uh, we've got Black and Blanco in here, we've got Matt G, John Vuk as well, we've got Rich, we've got so many of you, big big O, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to read out all of your names, Temi and Bruce, Dwayne, Tim, Moses, Drew, thank you so much for tuning in as always guys and making this as i say part of your morning routines but let's crack on with today's stories uh, and there's a few to talk through and then there's uh, a more social element to the show which i'm going to talk about at the end um but we kick off by talking about miguel aziz who again was on the bench for portsmouth didn't come off the bench uh, yesterday whatsoever um, and this is yet another fixture for the young England youth international. He's played for the England youth team, but he's not playing for Portsmouth under Danny Cowley at all at the moment. We are now in November, 
happy November to everybody. Um, and I hope you had a good Halloween, of course, last night. But it's now a situation whereby I think the club will consider, really will consider looking at Miguel Aziz's contract situation. Um, and they will, I think, will consider looking at how um, he is kind of viewed, um, not contract situation, loan situation, sorry, and how he is viewed at Portsmouth. And they will take that into account to whether or not they make the decision to recall him in January. There is the option for the club to recall him and to loan him out somewhere else because he's simply not getting any game time. And this is a really crucial stage at his career. This loan was supposed to be the time where he would be playing week in, week out for Portsmouth. There has been indications that he needs to do a lot more work on the defensive side of his game, which is fine. But how can he get an opportunity to work on that if he's not being given minutes on the field, uh, playing in training and playing in matches, completely different. Uh, and so, fingers crossed, uh, we are uh, hopefully going to see Aziz brought back in January and maybe given an opportunity to go elsewhere. <laughs> Tom left teaching is still doing the register. <laughs> Appreciate that. Very, very good. Very good indeed. Let's move on to our next story, though. And Danny Ceballos remains in the thought process of Arsenal. That's according to a number of reports that have said that Danny Ceballos is being monitored by the club. Now, he obviously spent two years on loan with Arsenal and returned to Real Madrid this season. Arsenal instead opting to sign Sambi Laconga and bring in Martin Odegaard from Real Madrid instead. He is still yet to play for Real Madrid this season. He suffered with an ankle injury, which has kept him out since the summer. But he then has a lot of competition to deal with in the Real Madrid midfield. Carlo Ancelotti likes to use Casemiro and Cruz and uh, Modric. But he also has Federico Valverde and Eduardo Camavinga available to him as well. And you can imagine that Sabas's opportunities at Real Madrid are not going to be very often in the side whatsoever. And therefore, a January move for him is probably very likely. And it is a very easy link to make uh, whether or not Arsenal should go for Danny Ceballos this January. Arsenal will be without Thomas Partey, they'll be without, without Mohamed Elneny. Could he be a six-month option for Arsenal once again to bring in some extra depth to the midfield? If you also consider the fact that we've talked a lot about Smith Rowe, we've uh, skipped ahead, without uh, Smith Rowe and Erdogan not having much backup in a creative midfield position as well, would Danny Savas provide us with a bit of cover that we desperately need? If it's a loan, I don't think I'd mind it too much, but I think there's probably other players out there that you could get um, on loan for a better period, especially considering he's barely played at, he hasn't played any football at all so far this season. If he re if he recovers from his injury and starts playing for Real Madrid a bit, then possibly. But it's just a little bit of a strange link uh, and a little bit of an easy link, and I don't think it's something that will happen in January. But let us know in the chat. Uh, Jonathan says, if it's a loan, why not? Uh, and Matt says, only take him on loan for a backup option in. January. Um, Stephen says, I think we've moved on from him. Spaceman Trooper says he's a spinning top who can't pass. He just loved to spin around on the spot with the ball at his feet. That is for sure. Ashton says, Sabas made mistakes in every single knockout round in the Europa League last season. Don't remind me, Ashton. That was arguably one of the worst Europa League run uh, kind of performances from Sabas I've ever seen from a player. I remember the game against Olympiacos. I remember the game against, not Olympiacos, it was Olympiacos, wasn't it? Benfica. Consistent mistakes in those games really left us in an awkward position. So maybe that's not something that we could uh, take a gamble on. Uh, Omar says, no. Mogos says, thanks, but no thanks. And Yonghao says, I don't think 
it's a good move and I do tend to agree. Our final main transfer story before we get onto the last part of the show revolves around Donny van der Beek. And uh, many reports are indicating that a January leave for the Dutch international is what is going to be expected from him. We are seeing a player here that has obviously really suffered since moving to Manchester United. He has really got to the stage where he is getting no minutes. Um, he's getting a few off the bench, but just utterly nothing. It is really, really a big shame to see a player of his kind of calibre and standard move to a club that of the size of Manchester United, where you think he might thrive and then just absolutely do nothing. I thought it was a really kind of really astute piece of business by Manchester United when they brought him in. I thought he provided cover to uh, um, Bruno Fernandes. I thought that he would provide cover in kind of a deeper midfield number eight position. But Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is very much stuck with the with the idea that he's not his signing. It wasn't him who wanted him and therefore he's decided not to go and use him very often. Would I take Donny van der Beek? It would depend on the fee. It would depend on the situation. Man United, I imagine, wouldn't let Arsenal bring him in very cheaply. But he certainly seems to be a player that a lot of people would be more open to the club bringing in uh, this January. Let us know if you are a fan or not of Donny van der Beek. Uh, Matt Thornton says, Donny and Zakaria in January, is that good business? I would tend to think that it is. Um, Cam says, no Sabas and no Donny. Cheers. Um, Vig Shan says, I heard that Donny is a favourite to move to Barcelona this January. I think that would probably be quite a good move, playing alongside Frankie de Jong in the midfield. Johan says, there's your number six right there, but Harun reckons that United aren't going to sell him to us or loan him. Um, Christopher says that I'd rather see Patino given a chance than Danny Ceballos. And Spaceman Trooper says that Donny is a quality player and would prefer him. Omar says, not much to talk about this morning, I gather, Tom. Honestly, the news is few and far between, Omar, it is, but these are the few stories and we will continue to bring you the few stories, no matter how few they are at 8am every single day. So make sure you set your alarms, make sure you turn your notifications on. There's over 300 of you watching. Please make sure if you haven't done so already to hit a like on today's video. And we're going to get onto a bit of a serious topic in a second. But before we do, let's go for a couple more of your comments. King says, we need a better player than Donny. He is probably even worse now that he is not playing for real. It's likely that his output has lessened with the lack of football that has been available to him. That's for sure. Uh, Dwayne says, I'm dead serious, but Sabah should join Newcastle on loan from January. I don't want him in our team. He slows the play down. Odrill says there are better players to loan this winter period. Edward reckons that Gimaraish, Bruno Gimaraish, the uh, Leon central midfielder, as does uh, Beauty Kiketso, says that Bruno Gimaraish, DCR, Max Aarons with Tom, for a Tommy backup plus Saliba coming back in January. Uh, RL says thoughts on the concert red card, Tom. Um, he was kind of last man. I, I, I think that that makes a lot of sense. He was the last man. So yeah, I'm I'm not surprised he got a red card. But Johnny Evans still should have been sent off in that game. Uh, it's, it is what it is. I can't believe that Evans wasn't sent off in that match. It's utterly, utterly ridiculous. Patrick Carlson says, what about Doku, the Belgian winger? He plays for Rennes right now. Very exciting. Very, very tricky and technically gifted. Possibly he's someone that we go for this summer. Right. We're going to move on to a, 
a serious topic. We're going to talk about AFTV again. I know that this is a topic that causes divides amongst our fan base, but I want to kind of have a bit of a serious chat about this. If this isn't for you, feel free to turn off. It's up to you. But we are going to talk about it because yesterday I went on a bit of a tweeting rampage. Do follow us at the Guna Talk TV on social media if you want to find out all the latest from what I'm chatting a load of you know what about. So <laughs> go follow us over there. And uh, yeah, uh, apologies if you have notifications turned on on my Twitter because yesterday it got, um, what's the right word to use? It got not heated, but I got very frustrated on Twitter uh, by just the kind of classic responses, I think, during this whole discussion. Um, anyway, the reason why it got a bit crazy on Twitter yesterday is because of this tweet that I put up. Now, you've probably seen the video. You've probably seen the uh, the chant. Um, the, the specific chant in this video is the AFTV get out of our club chant, um, to which I tweeted um, in kind of satiric form, uh, Robbie smiling away thinking, and you thought I was the most embarrassing thing about Arsenal. Um, I said a fan channel now has its own chance. It has more than one to the second highlighting the disgusting and genuinely embarrassing side of the club. Now, um, a lot of people took... Actual offence to me saying this, uh, which and a bit strange because all I did with this tweet was criticise the fans that, and I'm not going to repeat the words of the other chant, but what I will do is I'll show you the tweet which first of all brought me kind of, uh, made me aware of it, is that Pippa, who is obviously a presenter on AFTV, and she does a lot of work outside of AFTV as well, she tweeted this back on the 3rd, is that the 3rd of October? Yep, so earlier this month. And this chant that was heard in the Brighton, it was at the Brighton away game, I first became aware of it. It was sung in kind of the uh, the refreshments area of the club. And it was also heard for me, I heard this chant again sung on through the TV, now, our away fans, besides this, I thought were excellent. Can't you see me? Oh, I'm back again. Sorry. Apologies for that. Just cut out. Um, I hope that doesn't happen again, but it has happened a few times, so apologies. Do stick with us. Sometimes it just goes in and out for some reason. Um, but yeah, the, the chant was heard basically through the TV, Prior to the, um, the this chant that was the, the, the first tweet that was highlighted, the AFTV get of our club chant. And um, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sneezing, probably not me, I promise. I, I, I find it ridiculous that firstly, a fan channel has now its own chant, right? That it's bothered people this much that it now has its own chant. That we're at an Arsenal game and that people that... Don't want anything to that don't want AFTV to be any part of Arsenal now have now has its own chant. I find it so strange. I find it so weird. People ask me to upgrade my Wi-Fi. I'm a wired connection. I don't know how this happens. I can prove it to you. Um it, anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. The point is, is that I can't understand the kind of the hatred that comes from a place from people who don't watch it. The amount of people that replied to my tweet, let me throw the tweet that I actually put back up on the screen. The amount of people that replied to my tweet saying, why is this embarrassing? Why, it, why is the chant embarrassing? 
And I said, it's embarrassing for a number of reasons. Firstly, the chant that was in the video that's the AFTV get out of our club chant has is not in itself offensive. Like, if you want to say that AFTV get out of our club, our club, you're more than entitled to. There's nothing offensive about that. I find it a little bit immature. But the problem is, is this chant has now led to, as do many things when they start out small, to the offensive chant that is very personally directed at Robbie. Um, and he was at the game yesterday because the video that I actually put up zooms in on Robbie in the crowd at the end of it. Um, and I can't imagine, um, I can't imagine the, the feeling of having your own Arsenal fans around you chanting such a personal, offensive, directed, um, sexually aggravated chant towards you. It is incredibly offensive incredibly disgusting and I have talked and people have left comments in the chat sometimes when we used to talk about AFTV and I have been very critical of AFTV in the past and for those that are long-time listeners of the channel they will turn around in the chat box and tell you that I have criticized plenty of things that have gone on at AFTV over the years plenty of things but those that also tune into the channel a lot of the time always know that we look at things from both perspectives. We look at things from a grounded point of view and we try to take both sides of the argument into the equation. And when I was at the Football Content Awards, which by the way, a massive thank you to everyone that voted for us and enabled me to be even be at the Football Content Awards, let alone even um, win an awards, uh, win the Bronze Awards for Best Club Content Creator. Thank you so much for that. It was amazing to be there. Um, but my feeling about AFTV was changing a bit, partly in to do with the way in which the channel was changing and partly to do with some of the disgusting things that I've seen on social media from the other side, if you know what I mean, from, from ironically the side that I thought I was kind of honest on, on kind of the same page with that, not thinking it was the best thing for the club. And to be honest, what I thought would be best to do, I look at it from the perspective of the two sides that I have. Now, my feelings before the FCAs and after the FCAs, I think, are quite different. And that day, my perspective of the channel changed. I remember having a chat with uh, with Turkish, who I know lots of you are very aware of. And Turkish has actually been on this channel. He came on this channel a while back and we had a really good conversation about the ownership. It's still on the channel if you want to go and watch it. Um, and... I remember it vividly because, and without being slightly crude, I'd only just come back from the toilets in the FCAs and the FCAs were held at the Royal Lancaster Hotel. And the, I remember it so vividly because I've never walked into a hotel. It's a five-star hotel where they held it. And I remember walking into those toilets and going, this is the fanciest, cleanest, most ridiculous, poshest toilet I've ever sat in. <laughs> I didn't even sit down. Ever stood in in my entire life. And it was unbelievable so I was a little bit taken aback at the time and I remember walking out of the toilets and walking back to uh, the tables and I ran into Turkish on the way and uh, he came up to me and said hello and we had a really good chat and he turned around to me and he was like how would like how would you feel about going on AFTV and my immediate reaction when uh, my immediate my immediate reaction when he's when he asked me that was I, I really struggled to get an answer out. I think I struggled to get an answer out because I was very aware of the fact that Turkish obviously has his own show on AFTV. Um, he's very ingrained with the culture at AFTV. And he's, you know, I think he's doing some really good things to try and turn things around. I don't agree with everything he says, 
but I think he's doing some good things to try and change the perception of, of the channel. And so my reaction when he asked me and he said, would you ever consider going on ATV? And I said, you know, my immediate reaction is, is kind of no, but I don't think I would. Um, and some of the reasons as for I actually thought about then and I thought about now. And so, I mean, I'll throw them up on the screen for you. One of the first reasons was is that I didn't want to associate myself with the abuse that had been shouted on the channel. These things that I think troops who have, who have said that I don't agree with and troops was there at the FCAs and I had a really good conversation with him. He's really a nice guy behind the scenes. Um, but I disagree with some of the things that troops have said about Arsene Wenger, about the managers, about some of the players. Uh, I disagree with some of the things that DT has said on the channel, that Lee Gunner has been said on the channel previously as well, um, that, you know, that loads of people have said on the channel. I disagree with some of the abuse that's been leveled towards players. And I disagree with a lack of kind of responsibility, I suppose, to curb that and to challenge that and to for no one to turn around and say, hang on, like, that's not right. You're calling the manager this, you're calling the players this. That's not right. Why is no one challenging that? So that that's something that I was always kind of... Um, and, and still am. And I still look back at that and say that abuse was utterly and completely wrong. One of the other reasons was, is that we saw viral clips of some people clamoring for attention, feeding off kind of the success of AFTV. I remember seeing a viral clip of a guy throwing his season ticket away on camera. That went, I remember that went viral. And I just knew in that moment, the only reason that person's done that is because they want to get attention they want to draw uh they want to draw a crowd and i don't know if that person's on ftv now I, I don't watch enough of it to know but um that that kind of breeding of and i suppose it's you can't necessarily point the finger at ftv and go that's their fault because it's kind of human it's human nature isn't it like humans do clamor for attention and we do love and crave attention in a way but that that was one of the reasons as to why i didn't really I wasn't ever open to the idea because I didn't want to come across in the sense that, that like that I'd be clamoring for attention or that I would um, want to be doing it just to benefit from going on it. So that sort of thing. One of the other reasons was the handling of the controversies. Um, obviously I do a show with the Arsenal lounge and with Mo Hader, who I consider, you know, he's a, he's a really, really nice guy. And I don't, I don't agree with the handling of that situation, to be honest. Um, I'm not educated enough uh, to have my own kind of view, really. But I think I don't agree with him. I don't agree with him not being allowed to wear his shirt. Um, I, I, I think that he's. I think that everything that Mo was talking about was for a very kind of peaceful and from coming from a very good place. That's my perspective. Maybe people can educate me and, and put across a different point of view. But I don't agree with some of those controversies. I don't agree with how some of the, the racial stuff was handled um, and things like that. So I didn't I didn't necessarily agree, and I don't know, I factually don't agree with those the way that those were handled. And so that was one of the other reasons. And lastly is the lack of an admin in the chat boxes. And uh, I... <laughs> The, the, the thing for me is that I kind of look at my chat box and I know that I run a channel in my own way. I very much feel like that I have a responsibility to manage a chat box, which is really difficult when you're multitasking, really, really difficult. And if there's people abusing one another in the chat boxes, they get banned. We don't have like a, a warning system. If someone puts abuse in the chat about a player, about um, if someone puts abuse in the chat about um, 
like another person's point of view. We just block them because that's not what we're about. If you come into the chat box and you have a, um, if you have a opinion that you're able to put across in a respectful way, if you think that Mikel Arteta should be sacked and you can come into the chat and say, I don't think Mikel Arteta should be the manager anymore. These are the reasons why. That's absolutely fine. But if you come into the chat box and say, Mikel Arteta is this, Mikel Arteta is that, and using all these abusive terms, that's not what we're about here. We're about having level-headed discussions, different points of view, if you're putting across... One another thing is kind of like the being negative for the sake of being negative. Like the other day, um, we I think I removed it was the Arsenal misfit in the chat box because after the Leicester game, just came in and wanted to just throw negativity. And it wasn't from a place of here's the reasoning, here's the point of view. It was just pure negativity. And then it was kind of like doubling down in the comment section. I was like, no, that's not that's not what we're about. If you it's just agenda-driven negativity I'm not for. I'm still not, as you would describe, Arteta in. I want to see more consistency and stuff. But after that Leicester game, coming into the chat box and throwing negativity around and just for the sake of being negative and trying to be provocative is just not what we're about. So it's that responsibility that goes with a chat box. And unfortunately, I had dipped into a few AFTV chat boxes um, and say if there was a female presenter or uh, just a female pundit on AFTV, the amount of sexist remarks that went on in chat boxes that were just not policed, not dealt with, that really kind of, that was another reason to really put me off things. Now, I haven't dipped into enough recently to know whether or not that's changed. I hope it was. I hope it's changed. Um, maybe if you watch it, you'd be able to tell me. Um, I've only watched in kind of for, uh, for I'll talk about the, the shows that I have tuned in for a little bit more in, in a bit, but that, that for me was a big, 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 big issue for me. Um, the, uh, and lastly, ignorance, <laughs> ignorance on my own part. I didn't watch it. I, I didn't watch AFTV. I, I had an opinion from AFT kind of built up from viral clips that went live on social media um from my friends like judges who's been on there sometimes judges would throw me a link or i would see on his twitter uh kind of a, a video that would come up that was my only real link into watching AFTV was through viral clips online which you know are only going to be the most hyperbolic exaggerative viral start sort of things that's the only thing that if you're not someone who watches AFTV your opinion of the channel is going to be built up of what you see on social media, which if you are, you know, if you're level-headed enough to understand that the stuff that you see on social media, if you don't watch the channel, is going to be the ultimate extreme end of the spectrum. That's what you're going to see. Like I, for instance, I follow James O'Brien, who is the uh, a radio presenter on LBC. And LBC has a very kind of broad political range of presenters that have different topics uh i, I like james o'brien's perspective on a lot of things but i mean for instance that radio station has employed nigel farage so any clips that go viral on that radio station are going to go and go and be the most extreme of both the right or the left or whatever that's what you're going to see when you see viral clips go up on your on your twitter feed so if you if you have a perspective of something that is only built from viral clips, that's what your opinion of it's going to be from rather than watching it and understanding it. That's, if you know what I mean, is, is kind of where we're coming from in that sense. But since I had that conversation with Turkish and since I had a conversation with Dan Potts as well, 
I was like, right, I've got to do my due diligence here. I've got to, I've got to try and put a few more hours into actually understanding what is this kind of thing that I'm, I've been so against in the past. And, you know, there is a conscious effort being made to change the content produced. Graham Brooks uh, and James that do the Tactical Insight Show are doing some really good stuff. Some really, really good stuff. Um, stuff that you don't necessarily see go viral on social media. Um, but stuff that's really good. Graham's always been fantastic. Graham's I've never felt has been given the the credit that he deserves because he has continued to be on the channel. He's kind of been a quieter, more grounded voice amongst some very loud uh, theatrical voices. And he's just plowed on and done what he's always done, which is to speak about Arsenal in a analytical and very grounded way. And I think that's something that is changing. And I think that's something that is certainly improving. I think that's something that uh, they're trying to do more of. There's also a lot more shows um, kind of leading up to games that's not about being controversial, that's more about just having a chat, like a football chat show. So that's different. What's the other point? Let me go on to my next point. Um, I'm very much a second chances kind of guy um, in the sense that I believe in giving opportunities for change rather than cancel culture. There's nothing I hate more than cancel culture. I can't stand it. If someone's not willing to change, then there's nothing I can do about that. And I'll continue to criticize a person who is very extreme, that has horrible views, that is just not a very nice person. But I'm not for cancel culture in any single way. The only way someone should be cancelled if they are in a point of position that they are not going to change and they are continuing to be abusive and no effort is put, being put in to changing the perspective. But from doing my due diligence now and tuning in more, things are being done to try and change things. And so that would definitely... Uh, that would definitely... Um, change my perspective about about appearing myself that would definitely change because if there's a conscious effort effort being made to try and change the perspective of the channel um that for me is is certainly something that i think should be praised um vinny i'm going to respond to your comment tom becoming an aft fan tv fanboy they have done their damage turning our fans against managers and the players a terrible representation of fans and games voices Vinny, I think you've got this completely wrong. And I think I'm providing for you a very balanced perspective on this. And I think I'm coming at it from both sides. I condemn every single horrible, abusive comment, voice, note that has been said on that channel in the past. But for me, if a conscious effort is being made to change, I can only praise that. Because let's be real, and I think I bring this up as another one of my comments. It is the next one. AFTV isn't going anywhere. It's, it's not going anywhere. And the thing about that is that because it's going nowhere, I'd rather that a conscious effort was made to change the way in which the content is produced so that abuse is curbed so that chat boxes are monitored, so that a more broad spectrum of positions on different topics is opened up to. That it then appeals to a greater sense of the fan base because there's accountability. Like how many times has the channel and the people on the channel called for accountability from the manager, from the players? How long? How long has we called for that? For so long. 
It's not going anywhere. So if it's gonna if it's gonna be around here, let's advocate change. Let's be advocates for it to change, for the content to change, for the people on there to change. That's what's got to be positive about it. <laughs> like I could not be happier to see them. Those and it's it's a powerful platform that influences a lot of people. And so if there's the option for the influence to be of a more grounded, level-headed thinking, less hyperbolic, less clickbaity kind of sense. That's that's what I would prefer. And lastly, which comes all the way back full circle to those chants that we were talking about, is the abusive anti-AFTV side is now for me one of the most shameful things to be associated with. And the chance that we have we started having this discussion to talk about with are for me like there's there's very few things that i can think of that you that are out there in the perspective that you would say are, are much worse because the chant that is directed um the chant that's directed at robbie personally is that's a disgrace to Arsenal fans. That doesn't represent me. Those fans, those hundreds of fans that are chanting that in the stadium, that doesn't represent me. That's not what I consider to be an Arsenal fan. Arsenal fans are meant to be about family. Arsenal's meant to be about class. Arsenal's meant to be about supporting. Sure, critiquing and criticism is fine as long as it's done in a respectful, grounded way. But it's meant to be about you know, getting behind the team and throwing a personal abuse towards a fellow fan in the ground, I just find who's now, as we say, making a conscious effort to try and change things is it's a real shame. Um and I wish I wish it would change. I really wish it would change. Um so I my my position on on the channel is is very much open to changing because it's making a conscious effort to change in itself and i'm not expecting everyone that watches this channel who i know there's a lot of you that maybe even subscribe to this channel because it was different and don't worry tgt is not changing i'm not changing anything about the way i do things on this channel and um, we'll still have the same discussions you'll still see the same people you'll still see the same analytical stuff nothing about tgt is changing but my my view about that changes like my view about the manager changes we are all in my opinion if you subscribe to this channel advocates of having the position to change your mind and that changing your mind is an important aspect of you know of having that you know having that discussion about being able to be convinced otherwise of a position that you once held and if the evidence comes forth to you that you now cannot have that same position you had prior. Maybe it's on the manager. Maybe it's on a, a player. My position on the manager could soon change in the weeks to come if we build consistently. If Nicolas Pepe gets into the team and starts playing consistently, my position on him might change. My position on Edu, who I think to be doing a very good job, could change in the next transfer window if he really drops the ball. It's all about changing. And Josh, I'm sorry, mate. But if you've come to this channel to just have a talk about football, that's not what we are about here. We talk about Arsenal and everything that goes with it. 
And if that's not for you, you don't have to subscribe to this channel. You don't have to be here. Um, and uh, you can tune in for the shows that you want to tune in for, and you can not watch the shows that you don't want to tune in for. But I'm not going to pander to people. This is, you know, it is what it is. Gundi, I'd love to know what you think about how you think I'm trying to brainwash people. I love people having a different perspective to me, but you need to bring in a, a reason. I'll, I'd be happy to have a, a phone-in show about this. I really would be open to people coming on the channel and telling me why they think I'm wrong about something. And the thing is, I've offered that up a lot of times and people really do like to stay in the shadows and to not say anything and to sit behind an, uh, an avatar on a social media platform or on here and you know reply to me in there. But when the opportunity I've given arises to you to have your views in a different sense, it, it, I'm, I'm surprised at the lack of people that take that chance. I really am. So if you are open, if you don't agree with me, send me a DM. Send me a DM on social media, at the Guna Talk TV. DMs are always open on the channel. We get some really nice comments. We get some people that question stuff that we do. Send me a DM. So there you go. Um, Jinglin, thank you. I like how you hold your hands up and change your view on Arteta. Like, if, if something is there, if there is enough evidence for me to change my mind, I will change my mind. And you should never criticize anyone for them changing their minds on a topic because it's it's the way forward. How are you ever going to learn from the mistakes if you just sit on an opinion, even when every bit of evidence is telling you to change? Nothing. You're never going to gain anything for that. Anything for that. Um, let's go to... Manu says, mate, I sometimes forget this is live. Keep being yourself, mate. The only subs you'll lose are not the ones that you want. Look, I want people to sub to the channel that are not always going to be people that agree with me. But the point of view is that if you want me to talk about the things that you want to talk about, it's, you, you, you're paddling upstream because we talk about everything to do with Arsenal. And for me, Arsenal is a very social football club. And there is a lot of social issues that are attached to this club that we talk about. We're literally having a social situation right now. Me talking to you guys about this stuff is Arsenal. It's part of the fandom. It's called the Gooner Talk. We talk about anything to do with Gooners. Gooners are the name of the fans. It's not the Arsenal talk. It's the Gooner Talk because this is a fan-inspired channel. And that even when I took this channel on from Craig in 2016, the whole way through in the last five years of me having this channel has been fans coming on. It's been about different points of view, about getting people on to educate fans about transfer targets. It's about fans. It's not just about the football and what goes on on the pitch. And there's plenty of stuff we do just about the football on the pitch. In fact, I started the first 10 minutes of this show as I have done the last 150 plus 8 a.m. shows talking about football. So if you want to censor me talking about things that you're not interested in, you can do that. You just switch the video off. It's as simple as that. Um, Maggie, really good discussion, Tom. I appreciate you talking about this. No problem, mate. Uh, Cam says, exactly, Tom. We are allowed to change our minds. Mine is definitely about the team and Arteta. Uh, Lewis says, AFTV was a voice for those visceral fans. TalkSport used to have a monopoly on the chance of disgusting. I know a fan who, ate, who hated similar chants about Wenger. I saw him join in briefly because he hates AFTV. And that's a real shame. And I think peer pressure is definitely something. Peer pressure is definitely something that affects fans. 
How many fans do you think still say the Y word at the end of the what do you think of Tottenham chant without knowing the connotations of what the Y word means? I'm sure there are loads of young fans that sing that chant and then use the Y word at the end because they don't know what it means. And that was me for a while when I was younger. I just thought it was part of the chant and I had no idea what the Y word meant. And then I educated myself. And Mike from the Gooners pod has been a great influence on educating me as to about what that word means. And it really makes me, it makes me cringe. It really makes me feel uncomfortable when you hear Arsenal fans sing, what do you think of Tottenham? And I sing, what do you think of Tottenham? But I don't sing what I don't believe to be should be part of the chant. And it's, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be something that's said. It's about that education. It's about people being more in tune with the kind of the, what, what words can mean. And that brings it nicely back around to what we've been talking about, because it's, it's about how you put content across, how you police it, how you manage it. People don't like censorship, but censorship sometimes is, is important um, because it stops people being offensive. So there you go. Social, thanks for becoming uh, upgrading or continuing your membership. Really appreciate it. Considering the timing of your continuation, the membership social, that, that means quite a lot. So really do um, appreciate that. Uh, Vinny says, we'll never forgive AFTV for their negative influence and disrespect to Venga. Sadly, this is what view, uh, sadly, this is what gets views. I subscribe to this channel because you look at things objectively except other channels. Vinny, I appreciate that. And I'm not asking you to, to forgive them. I'm not, don't take anything that I'm saying here as me saying you should go and watch it. You should forgive them. You should do this. I'm not telling you to do that. My perspective on AFTV has changed and I'm talking about that. So I'm never, ever, ever going to ask you. But I would say that what you said earlier about calling me an AFTV fanboy is a little bit over the line um, and rather wrong. Um, but I appreciate you uh, saying the kind words there. Um, let's go to, oh, actually, no, I know Social's rejoined because Social did leave us for a while. So thank you for rejoining us, Social. Really appreciate that. Paul says, I love the channel because you're always balanced, no agenda and reflective. Thanks, mate. Uh, SK says, I love AFTV now compared to before, but I love your channel more as the content is smarter and I learned so much with your analysis, uh, for the club I love, but it's my choice, uh, and not being offensive. Fair play to you. And thank you, SK. Really appreciate that. Uh, IGKHD says it's important to draw a line uh, of abuse other than just discussing football and personal life separately. For example, some fans uh, cuss players with really abusive words and hide behind this excuse. Uh, Fella says, Tom, we should take into consideration people love drama and a lot of drama get views, which is good for business. I think there's kind of this, I think that's a really good point that you bring up and I'm going to have to round this show off soon because I'm going to be starting work. Um, but I think that's a really good point that you bring up, as I think that there's there's a lot associated with kind of the monetary value that goes alongside AFTV. Loads of subscribers, loads of views, um, pulls in a lot of money. Uh, and I think, and I can understand why people would have a problem with that, because if the way in which the, the, the channel is, you know, has is, is earned money and earned a living and earned more than a living for a lot of people... It has come through um, abuse that's happened of the manager in the past, especially under Arsene Wenger. I can absolutely understand why people would have a problem with that. And if that's the reason why you don't like or don't watch it, fair play. I can't have a, I can't argue with that. With that, I can't. I can't argue with you on that. What I would say is, is that what I would argue is, if you're 
hating what they're doing now because what they're doing now is different. That's the thing is that if you can separate the two, I can't argue with you. I have no, I have no criticism of you for that because the things that have happened in the past are unacceptable. And so that's completely fine. So there you go. I hope that made sense. <laughs> it did in my head. Whether or not it did when I spoke it is another thing. Anne says, it's all about education, educating ourselves to be better. I don't watch AFTV uh, as I wasn't interested in their watch-alongs, but I respect what they're doing. Fair enough, mate. Um, Alex says, did I join too late to hear about Sebastian Van der Beek? You did, I'm afraid. You're going to have to scroll back. Probably about six minutes into the show, uh, we talk about that. So there you go. Uh, Pro Pro says, what's 100% sure is the Tactical Insight show with James and Graham is a must-watch every post-game. Uh, Tony says, I don't care what AFTV does, but I have a problem with painting false narratives. There you go. Um, Elite says, everyone enjoying, Tom? There are like, there's a like button. Is there 100 plus likes, 600 plus people? Yeah, if, please drop a like on the video. You may not agree with my point of view, guys, but you're tuning in and I appreciate all of you that are Make this 8 a.m. show part of your morning routine. Alpha, thanks so much for becoming a member. Um, I see another great thing about this community. As soon as someone joins up as a member, everyone in the chat box is like, welcome, Alpha. It's just, it's the community that we've built. I'll make sure to put a link to our Discord server um, in the community tab for our new members. Uh, if you want to join our Discord server, you can. Just join up as an expert member or a TGT ambassador, and you can. Uh, Amandeep says, can we say AFTV brought this upon themselves? Unregulated platform that gave a voice to trolls had to bite back someday, not supporting the abuse. Uh, yeah, absolutely, Amandeep. I think that um, in, in, the, in the sense of, absolutely in the sense of the kind of the, the what's the right way of putting it? They brought upon themselves the, the opposition. What I would say is that the chanting you can't justify. There's no justification for what has been chanted. For the personal chant towards Robbie, there's nothing you can say that says, oh yeah, but all the things, it doesn't matter. No. Just no. There's there's no excuse for it. There's no yeah, but. There's no ifs. There's no maybes. The chant is wrong. That's the only thing you can say about the chant. It's as simple as that. Saying that someone, or say, saying the chant that's personal to Robbie on the in the stands is wrong and there is no argument there's no yeah but they've done it no it just it's as simple as that it's wrong you can say things that AFTV done have done in the past are wrong sure you can say that on its own separately but you can't say oh yeah but they're chanting because of this no life doesn't work that way you separate things you criticize things on their own merit and that chant deserves criticism it's as simple as that for me. Um, probably not me, says, uh, may I ask one personal question, which I wanted to ask since forever. What did you teach before coming into journalism? Uh, geography, uh, which I know when I say it, it sounds, honestly, people tell me, really? Geography? I quite liked it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can only apologize. I know that some people think it's boring. I don't really think it's that boring. There are some boring stuff. Tourism is boring. If any of my old former watching this, I'm sorry, but tourism is boring. That's boring. What else is boring? Um, global, geographical politics can be really boring. Just the way it's taught, the curriculum can be really boring. Um, glaciology is great. Uh, natural disasters are great. Volcanoes great. Tornadoes great. Hurricanes great. There's loads of great stuff in geography. Um, but yeah, uh, there's some really boring rubbish <laughs> in a curriculum with geography, unfortunately. 
Um, field work can be a bit blooming boring as well. So uh, there's that too. Anyway, I'm going to have to wrap things up there, guys, because I'm going to have to start work very soon. But if you are not sick of me and you still want to see a little bit more of me, I will be live over on the Arsenal way at 9.30 and we'll be talking about just football. So if, if you've missed me talking about football for the last... 40 minutes or however long we've been discussing our TV, then please do go over to the Arsenal way. Link is in the description to the channel. And uh, in 42 minutes time, I'll be joined by a couple of fantastic guys to have a chat about Arsenal. Um, so uh, make sure that you do. Um, if you've enjoyed this, and as I said, if you're up for talking about this, if you want to challenge my perspective on this, DM me. At the Guna Talk TV. I say this every time, and I probably get about one, maybe two people end up having the front to be able to do it. If you really haven't agreed with what I've said, really, really do go over and uh, and please send me a DM because I would love to have this conversation with more people because it, I learn more. Maybe you'd learn more too. Um, but the access is there. Instagram, the Guna Talk, you can find me there as well. Uh, DMs are open there. I will check it throughout the day. And new members, I'll make sure to put a link to our Discord server in the community tab. So there is that too. Smash the like button, people. I'll be back uh, at 9.30 on the Arsenal way. And I'll be back at 8 p.m., I believe it is tonight, on the Arsenal lounge with Lev, Shaheen, and Mo. So make sure you tune in over there. Um, <laughs> thanks, guys, for tuning in. Always a pleasure. I will see you tomorrow morning, if not already. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.